Hey guys, uh, we're going to be talking about 10 Most Shocking Episodes on My Strange Addiction. A while back I did subscribe. <clears throat> Is it called subscribe? Like when you own, not you don't own Netflix, but when you're purchasing it monthly. It's a subscription, right? Ah, fuck it. Yeah, oh, I did that with Discovery Plus and I haven't been using it lately. I figured, what's a uh, good reason for me to use it? Because if I don't have one, I got to give it up. I haven't used it in like about a month or two. It's almost coming to the three month mark. You know how I am. Three months, it goes. Well, you know what? TLC is full of rotten bullshit now. You're not. It's not even the learning channel, unless you want to learn information that's not can in any way helps you intellectually. So I was like, why not? Well, let's do this. So I decided to go on to my strange addictions. They have an episode called 10 Most Shocking Episodes," and we're gonna do those, starting with number ten, which is a woman who eats her cat's fur. She checks. To make sure that there isn't anything in the fur. But you, okay, I own a cat. And he's just dirty. He's a, he's seven. Okay, so he old. But sometimes he misses. So he'll be dirty and he'll be wet. And I don't even know where the wetness came from. I don't think it's urine. It's on his paws. It, he, he's a little, um, what, what do you call it? He, he's picky. So he doesn't drink water like a normal cat. Or any animal for that for that matter, he dips his paw in it and licks the water off of his paw. So he's always wet. And then I've noticed every now and again, he'll have uh, poop on him. So they clean it to the best of their ability, but it's not usually completely clean. And then they lay all over everything, unless your house is 100% immaculate. And you can pretty much eat off of any furniture or floor, which, come on, come on. Whose house is really like that? Definitely not mine. Anyway, so she makes sure that there's nothing in it, and she starts chewing on it, and she eats it. She says that she'll get fur in between her teeth, and then she'll start picking it out. I'm like, oh, that's gross. Mind you, I was eating lunch while I was doing this stupid podcast segment crap. But um, she'll, she'll ingest and consume to feel closer to her cats. If uh, cats can do it to each other, this is her logic, then... For bonding, then why can't she do it? But mm, for bonding, I, I don't know. Cats don't really do that for bonding. It's grooming. You're in a group together. It's like monkeys that are kind of cleaning each other and getting the nits off their bodies. It's not really because they're bonding with each other. It's just they're part of a group, and they want to make sure that one another are clean. I don't know. She needed a reason to keep doing it, so she, ah, there's an ant on my desk. fuckers coming from big ant too Ugh, it's always just one i thought i went on my couch i got scared i thought i was gonna get bit where the hell did it come from <laughs> and i don't want to do the podcast anymore anyway so the doctor says that if she keeps this she can develop a huge mass on her stomach and her response was like oh gross but despite that she's still she's still doing it she even adopted three more cats and she licks them all at least that's what tsc put and their quote, what is it, quotes and stuff at the end of it. She still does it. She's uh, licking her cats to this day. I, I thought she was brushing the cats, taking the fur balls and putting them in her mouth. That's what they had shown. They never showed her licking a cat, but I don't know. Maybe she does that, you know, when, when the cameras aren't rolling. <laughs> when, uh, there's a woman that sleeps with a blow dryer. Okay, so she sleeps with it and some... And, Sometimes the blow dryer, uh, according to her, attacks her, giving her blisters and scars. Oh, it just attacks me. And I don't know why it's doing it. She has the blow dryer on constantly throughout the night. And she's, she goes everywhere with it, too, apparently. I don't 
I don't know how that works. I, I don't know of any blow dryers that are wireless, but she does that. So she's had blisters and scars due to this because she's deep in sleep and the blow dryer is still going on. Husband has to deal with it and the daughter is getting addicted to it as well, is what she stated. And you see her crawling into bed with her and she still has the blow dryer on. I mean, at one point, none of y'all knock out and the kid ain't, she's not getting blisters and scars. So you're actually fully aware that your daughter's with you and you do try to make sure. I don't know. That shit seemed sketchy to me to begin with, but I was like, sure, okay. <laughs> Go ahead and I'll believe this. And then, um, so she doesn't want that happening. She doesn't want her daughter to get into this. So she's trying to help herself by not doing it as often. But seriously, oh, I don't want my daughter going down that path. And yet you just go ahead and let her crawl into bed with you and you have a blow dryer. You couldn't turn it off the blow. No, she's too addicted. She's too addicted. But she takes medication. I don't know what kind of medication, but apparently she takes medication. And Lori has stopped sleeping with the blow dryer. She does admit that she still craves it and occasionally she'll use it during the day. <sighs> huh. It, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> Woman addicted to snorting baby powder. She's been doing this for 16, 16 years. She was taking a bath. She puts on baby powder after she takes a bath, and she loved the smell of it. But as I'm assuming time went on, she didn't really smell it anymore as much, and she sees that it's more of a potent smell when you shove it up your nose, which is why she started doing that. Okay? So, um... She feels that... She, um. She No, I'm sorry. She snorts about five ounces a day. That's about 2,100 pounds since her addiction began. But even though they say since her addiction began, no one starts at five ounces. I mean, that would be like, you know, you're doing coke with the with the people who've done coke for 10 years. They could take an enormous amount, whereas you, you just start not. You ain't going to take no damn enormous amount. So eh, the 2,100 pounds, that's, that's a bit much. I'm sure that's around that area of how many pounds of powder she has sucked up through her nostrils <laughs> but I don't, I don't think because you gradually start to do more i assume anyway as time goes on because it's not enough that's just like any normal addiction when you're addicted to something you do it and you do it was it was the word gratuitously grotesquely huge i don't know fuck it <laughs> you do a great amount of it in time what I'm trying to say. That was a that was a long reach. My bad. <laughs> so um, I lost my place. I can't read. She's addicted to the smell, and with a balance of snorting, she can have a go at it. Like it could go smoothly. So there's a way of doing it. If she does it too quick, if she snuffs it too hard, it burns. And honestly, because <laughs> I was actually. In the middle of this, I was putting, what is it, my groceries together on my app so I can go pick up my groceries tomorrow. <laughs> I put powdered donuts because it looked, it looked stupid on her face because she's just like, she just kind of dumps her nose into it or she puts her hand to her mouth, not her mouth, but her nose, and she's like, boop. <laughs> so she's got powder all over my. You know what? Powdered donuts sound good. So I threw those in my cart. I'm a fatty. What can I say? I'm addicted to food. Anyway, but yeah, this is a little side thing. So the dog tells her, due to the the talcum and the powder, she can have huge struggles. 
in the future, if not already with the, you know, if, if, haha, <laughs> she can have huge struggles in the future with already like, such, uh, if not, but can uh, have cancer in the lungs and stuff like that. Her body is doing fine. Apparently after they've checked it and everything, because he, he gave her what could be possibly going wrong, always on these strange addiction ones when they're consuming stuff or ingesting, ingesting. I say, oh, this can happen. This can happen. That can happen. They do the, the checkups, the x-rays. Oh, your body's doing fine, though. <laughs> they checked it. She's unfazed by the warnings, though, and told the doctor, I don't care what's, what is, what's not or what's good for me. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. I mean, she's been doing it for 16 years. She don't see any plans of having to stop. And you do something for 16 years, this is just, it's no longer, how do you say Like, what am I trying to say? It's more along the lines of something that's just a part of you now. You do it for 16 years. That's a lot of ass time that you've dealt with having to do it multiple times throughout the day. Kind of like a coffee habit. You're going to have coffee for the past 16 years. It's just a part of your routine, your ritual, whatever you want to call it. And you don't see yourself having to stop it. <gasps> Madam, you're always in here when I'm by myself. Why can't you do the podcast with me? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Don't have children. They just grow up to be assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no? Maybe? Oh, you're just going to be silent, huh? Pain yes, I swear to God. All right, well, anyway. Guy addicted to, fifth, uh, addicted to having inflatable animals as uh, relations or in a relationship. He has 15 of them. He's in a relationship with them all. And they watch TV and bathe. I don't think they bathe together. They He just showed doing one, and he's actually literally washing it in a bathtub. Can you imagine doing that 15 times? I don't even want to get my fat ass up sometimes and wash myself. I'm just kidding. That's pretty gross. But as far as, like, my dog is concerned, that poor thing goes, like, once a month with having a bath. That's how lazy I am. I'm like, no. <laughs> I can't imagine washing 15. Is this every day? Is this an everyday occurrence? I don't know. With the... Was it 10 most shocking episodes? They just did like skits for everybody. So that way it's under an hour. It's about 40 minutes long, including commercials. How is it that you're going to pay for a nap? Discovery Plus. And you're still going to have commercials. I mean, I understand they got to get their every penny in, I guess. And it's not as many commercials as you would have probably the say if you had uh, cable or satellite. Still, though. And the only reason I got it is because I got rid of cable and I really wanted to watch. What is it? The Travel Channel. And then Haunting, and what else is on there? Well, Haunting is part of, the, like, what is it? The Haunting? I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> so, I've just gone off the rails again tonight. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, they do that. Maybe, uh, who knows? I, I don't know. Maybe it is once a day. Maybe it's every other couple of days. But he does take them out swimming on occasionally, and he kisses them and loves all over them and stuff like that. He has, like, a pool. I'm hoping it's not a public. I think it's his, his pool. This addiction started about six years ago when he bought a whale for his pool. And then, uh, and pool since then, this 20 year old college dude, he's 20. He did this six years ago. This was when he was in his fucking math. 14? <laughs> how do you go? How does a 14 year old go out and just buy something? Maybe I got that wrong. I don't know. But he bought more than one, wasn't enough. It was, uh, the, he bought a whale for his pool. Got it. Okay. So, student bought more. Who's that? 
Ariana, you're making noises behind my thing. Are you? Thank you. God, it took forever to get out. Where was I? So many damn interruptions, including my own brain giving me interruptions. All right. So this started six years ago. And then he's his 20-year-old college student, bought more than one, wasn't enough. Um, More than was one wasn't enough. I don't know why. And then, uh, what do you call it? He prefers... Them over people is what he said. He had um, and then he also stated that throughout his childhood, he was a little bit motherless. His mom wasn't really there for him. I don't know where his dad was. He never. I guess maybe the dad just completely wasn't in the picture. So, because he, that's what he says, considering the, that he didn't have a mom, so he doesn't know how to make a a bond or a connection with people. Now, I I didn't go to therapy, but I was given sound advice. Because I was explaining, I don't remember what the hell I was explaining. And what I got back was uh, they had said, well, it sounds like you have an issue with bonding with people. And I go, okay, well, go ahead and explain. And they go ahead and they explain, well, the way that you seem to react is that you didn't really have a good bonding experience with anybody. You know, your grandparents worked, so you were thrown into, you know, other people's hands where they had to babysit you. Your mom and your dad had to always work. So, again, babysitters. You didn't really bond with anybody at any point in time when you were really young. So it makes it difficult for you to be connected to anybody, which is true. I'm not very hard up when it comes to emotions. I do try to express them as best as I can. But as far as building a rapport or a relationship i believe it's going to be very difficult for me i clung on to somebody who i shouldn't clung on to because the, the relationship was already i wouldn't say toxic but it was it was terrible at the time there was no point in it it was nothing that i wanted but yet and still i couldn't find myself to leaving it which sounds really stupid so i wasn't bonding as much as more of it was just trying to hang on or cling on to something that it didn't matter if it was good or bad or the fact that I needed something, and that was the best that I could get in my mind. Yeah, I think. So for him, I can understand where kind of where he's coming from. I did the same thing, except I didn't, you know, get multiple men. <laughs> I clung on to one, whereas he gets multiple inflatables because he feels that at any point in time, he, does, he, he doesn't have to hear any back talk. He doesn't, there's no confrontations. There's, there's really nothing. It's just him being content with talking to inanimate objects that feel really good for him. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think I got that right. Oh, so um, so he felt emotionally abandoned, basically. Anyway, he kisses and hugs one particular inflatable. Guess he has uh, sex with the other ones. Because with this one, he calls her Lydia or something. I don't know. He's like, we don't really have sex. We just hug and we kiss. Like, okay. And then when he confronts his cousin, he was like, I have sexual intimacies with um, my inflatables. <laughs> I guess some of them he does have sexual stuff, and then others he doesn't. I don't know. His cousin was hella confused, and so was I. So he does go to therapy. 
but <laughs> his uh, inflatable party grew to now 20 inflatables instead of 15. I don't think the therapy is working for him with that or he needs to find a different therapist. It's difficult, but the collection, I don't understand. Is this like a polygamy thing, but with plastics? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and maybe things are like Pokemon, you got to catch them all. So anyway, a couple addicted to coffee enemas. This one, I ended up having to look up information. I was a little bit perturbed because of it, because I was like, why? <laughs> Just give me information, TLC. I don't need to make fun of these people while you're at it. Anyway, so two years, they've been doing this. The wife does four enemas every day. She feels a sense of euphoria. And the husband thought it was pure, just disgusted by like, oh, how could you just shove coffee up your ass? What's wrong with you? On how she could, uh, how, how she could, uh, how disgusted on how she could do it. Don't know how she pulled that out of her ass. <laughs> Pun is intended. Uh, to get him to do it. But yeah, no, she, she ended up uh, doing it and is now addicted to it. So there you go. <laughs> I put a little tip. I don't think it's funny anymore, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't give a shit. I was like, damn. I couldn't even get my ex to try and save money for a better home. And she got her guy over there reaching for the brown stars to shove up his ass. <laughs> what the fuck? What did she say? Because he was just out. He, he even said, him, so he was like, I was just grossed out. I couldn't. But somehow she convinced him. And there you go. So uh, he does two a day. He doesn't do four. It's 32 ounces of coffee that goes into their butt. And you have to relax. They have a certain timer when it goes off. They shit it all out. Not sure if, if they do this together. I would assume if you're going to both have enemas and you're going to talk your husband into doing it, that you guys would do it together as a team. You know, y'all looking at each other while coffee's getting shot into your ass. But no, I don't think they do because they show them separately. They're on the floor in the bathroom. Once the timer goes off, they get up and they shit it all out. Gross. So they uh, they hardly leave their home. So there's little to no traveling. If there is traveling, they don't go very far. And they both work from home. So that way they can keep on doing this. I don't know. He only does it twice a day. So I don't understand. Well, hers is four. So, yeah, I can understand hers. Hers have to be <laughs> throughout the day. I can't imagine doing four animals in the morning. I can't even imagine doing one. And he only does two, but I, I don't know. That's their life. Um, the wife said drinking. Oh, yeah, she's explaining this. I think to her, either her mother or her mother. I think it was her mother-in-law. That drinking it and having the enema is so different. Because one is having it through your butthole, and it hits the bloodstream quicker, and you get it faster. That's the part I had to look up because I was like, this bitch sounds like she's talking out of her ass. <laughs> Pun intended. I okay, myself saying that. So, let's see. I looked it up. Well, I looked it up and it's, it's slightly faster through the butt. It's very, it's just slight. It's not even that big of a deal. And it's not that much. It really just bypasses through the digestive, it doesn't bypass through the digestive tract. And, you know, if you're shooting it up your ass, it'll absorb, you'll absorb maybe 3.5 less of the caffeine if you do it annually. And annually? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> annually. Then 
I sound like I'm saying I'm saying annually. Then you simply drinking it. So thanks to the dummy over there on TLC for making me look up that lame ass shit. But no, it's not. You don't get as much caffeine through it. You might get a little bit more because it's not going through the diet, but it's a slight askew of the amount that you'll actually be getting. So she's just talking literally out of her ass. <laughs> I already said that. Anyway, so uh, they saw a doctor about it. And uh, they said that it, it can, you can have, like, constipation, among other minor complications. But they don't care. They're going to continue to do it because they're addicted, of course. They have no plans to stop. Mike and Trina both do over 100 coffee enemas per month. That's nearly 1,100 coffee enemas since their addiction. 11,000? I think it was 11,000 since their coffee addiction began. 1,100? That's probably right. I don't know. I put one one comma zero zero. Mind you, I when I'm babysitting my son's cat. Did I say this already? I don't know if I did. But he adopted a cat, and she's he's little, very little, like feeding off the baby bottle. Little <gasps> is he crying? No, he's not crying. Okay, we're still good for now. So it's gonna get a little dicey. <laughs> Because he woke up and then I had to deal with him and he's he's very he's very annoyed with his teeth he's chewing he's uh, what is it not chewing teething there we go all right so addict a dude addicted addicted to his car I can't talk he's in a serious relationship with his car the car is a guy named Chase he bought him at an auction he's obsessed his obsession develops excuse me when he was a teenager when he was building model cars but he never fell in love until now now. They love the same music and they go and sit in places together. This is called objectum sexuality, which I think this is the same thing as the guy with the inflatables, but I don't know. Is when a person develops a strong emotional and physical relationship with an inanimate object. He has sex with his car and rubs his body and lips against Chase. Apparently, Chase likes when this dude is underneath him. I, I you know, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know why we need to know this. You definitely need you know, to. Somebody from TLC done asked him this question. <laughs> who would give that information out willingly? More than likely, it was along the lines of, you know, how do y'all do sex? Is there a certain way your car likes it? <laughs> Is there a certain way you like it? And I'm sure he answered all these questions, and then that one was the best one that they really liked. So, I mean, I didn't even know that, but these are some dumbass questions. I mean, the responses. So he went ahead and he told his dad about Chase. Dad is confused and concerned. Dad asked how sex works. I don't know why his dad would ask that. To be honest with you, if it was one of my kids, I would have been like, okay, you do you. But I, I would have went home and I would have Googled it. <laughs> how do you have sex with your car? <laughs> I, just, I didn't get it. I, uh, but then again, I, I'm not going to get a lot of these things because I'm not addicted in the way that these people are addicted. I'm addicted to food. Not sexually either. A lot of these people seem to be addicted sexually or just enamored. Not enamored, but a continuous. When you do something without, uh, I guess, consciously, consciously, oh my God. Why is it that I can't understand how to speak when there's nobody around? (laughs) Consciously. When you're, when you don't understand that you're doing it, it's just, it's just you're doing it throughout a routine or, yeah, yeah, through that. <laughs> it's just such a mess. 
I kind of feel like the other ones were a mess too. I need to learn to speak on my own. I'll get it. I'll get. I promise, guys. I'll I'll figure it out and I'll get it. But Dad says he's he's okay with it. That um, as long as he's happy, he's not hurting anybody. It's fine. Nathaniel started seeing a therapist regularly. He's still in love with his car, and Chase is still in love with him. Very happy and beautiful ending. There's a woman that eats a mattress. So uh, it kind of looks like the foam, the layer that's on top of the mattress, unless you have a, what, what are they called? I have one. I don't even know what the hell it's called. It's one of those mattresses you buy online, and it comes in a, like, tiny box. And when you open it, it kind of inflates itself. It's a foam foam bed, I guess. I don't know. That's that's what she's eating. Not the not cotton, not the old back in the day mattress. I was I was confused about that because I saw it. I was like, those are the top layers of a mattress. But then I remembered. I don't know. So she eats about a square foot every day. So she consumes about more or less eight mattresses since her addiction began. Again, I don't know if they're talking about a box spring mattress or they're talking about a foam mattress or that skinny thing that lays on top of. Because she was eating the skinny thing that lays on top of the mattress. <clears throat> she uh, sneaks and she steals from her mom's mattress. <laughs> what the hell? For real. When she when her mom goes and takes a shower or she goes out for her errands or something, she'll go in her room and she'll sneak chunks. But not, how do you say? She tries to be sneaky about it to, to where it's not that big. They're big chunks, but it's, it's like in certain areas, I guess her mom wouldn't be in. And But her mom notices and she's just... <sighs> and the reason she's doing that is because She's already eaten all her own mattress. I guess she don't want to buy another mattress. I don't know. So, uh, she likes to eat it, especially after sex. And uh, it's just, she, she says that she's gassy. Like, get, she farts through her mouth. I guess it stinks. I don't know, around this time. It's when the damn cat was just all over me. And I'm not sure if I heard, you know, I even wrote it. I'm not sure if I heard it right. Ken woke up and is distracting me. Her addiction started when she was five, when she ate the seat of the family car. And she's been doing it for about 20 years. Her family got her to go see a specialist. And the doctor says that she can end up with holes in her body or bowel obstruction, possibility, the possibility of death. And she did get worried. So um, Jennifer is not eating any mattresses. She hasn't been eating any mattresses for the past six months. She's been, uh, since this thing has been aired, this aired, and uh, yeah, that's all they that's all they said. I didn't look up any more information about that. I did, however, look up more information about the woman addicted to surgery. Now, a quarter million dollars to get surgeries. Daughter of the lady says, "Well, her boobs pay the bills, but other than that, I don't like." <laughs> this kid looks like she was like seven years old. I cannot believe that she she made that statement. The daughter is annoyed and doesn't like going anywhere with her. She, and her son says she's, she's cool. I couldn't get any more because the cat started biting me and it was very distracting. Even though I paused the show 20 million times, I, I don't really like to rewind it and have to redo it all over again because the Wi-Fi sucks here. Anyway. So, um, lady continues to explain why she got her stuff because she was flat-chested, skinny brunette, and she didn't like it. Uh, it seems a little mean to herself, but, you know, okay, whatever. Uh, this was really gross. She... She told TLC to turn off the lights, and then she has a little flashlight, and she holds it up to her boobs, on top of her boobs, right? So she has it, like, right, right there. And then you just see these big-ass freaking veins. I, I've never seen veins that big. I didn't even know veins can be that big. And she's like, oh, I have my own personal jacket lens. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, my God. 
That was not, I did not need to see that. There isn't much you see, but that was just, that was just gross. I don't know. She has to lay at a 30 degree angle for sleeping and driving is a nightmare for her. She wants to increase the size of her boobs to triple Q. I didn't even know it can go that big. And according to some places online, they actually don't go that big. There's there's a certain amount that it goes up to, and then that's it. I think it was, what the fuck was it? Damn it, it was triple something. Shit. Yeah, I can't remember which alphabetical, the, which alphabetical letter it was. But it, no, I don't think anyone's that big. So let's see. Um, the equivalent of that size, the triple Q, is the weight off of two car tires. Not two car tires per boob. Is two is a car tire and a car tire laying on your chest. Can you imagine that? I can't. So her son confronts her, and she still feels adamant about it. He's like very concerned. He's like, "You, we can't even do anything with you now." As big as you are and you want to go up a size you're not gonna be able to do anything you're gonna have to be laying in bed you're not gonna really have time for us and she's like oh, i still want to do it so the fuck her kids i guess right and see the doc says that there are health issues and will destroy her boob she's sad but she's not shocked because every doctor's told her you can't go bigger you can't go big and she finds someone that can go bigger so there's that that's why she still wants to get it done and for the end caps, they said Lacey found a different plastic surgeon that will increase the size to QQQ. Her surgery was in spring of 2015. Now, I don't know if they're talking about the one in Brazil because I had to look it up. But I looked it up and no doctor in the U.S. was going to do the surgery. She had to go to Brazil for her surgery where she where they sewed fucking pig skin into her abdomen to support them. She's part pig now. What the hell? She also had internal bra surgery to have something that is supporting the heavy weight of her augmentations. And, okay, so <laughs> I also found out in 2016, she started a psychic business offering consultations in her home with the name of Ghost Busty. Yeah, I can't make this shit up, man. She credits her psychic ability. Oh, she's got psychic abilities, too. I forgot about that. It's not just Ghost Busting. She's actually a psychic. To her usual or near-death experiences as a child i really want to know what the hell happened to her as a child because experiences yes i double checked that shit she had multiple unusual or near-death experiences but believes that her breast journey has led her to the current line of work that she's in right now <laughs> oh my god i i can't with some of these people <laughs> ghost busty yeah, good wordplay. All right, we're almost done. A woman addicted to pony play. She gets in a full costume. She even paints her little face up. She likes to be a black pony with white, uh, what is it, markings on her on her eyes. And her name is Drafter when she's in pony form. She is in a stall in places where ponies would normally be, like uh, where they trot and walk around. I don't know what the hell they're called. I'm not going to be stupid and throw out her name. She's completely content with it. Her mom thinks it's weird. She has a trainer or a coach who actually grooms her. She's got no hair or fur, obviously, because she's still a human. And she doesn't, she does like a, what is it, a body spandex with gloves. So he's just brushing the, the gloves. <laughs> At least that's the bit that they showed for me. And uh, what else are they doing? And he takes her out on rides. 
like he connects her to a buggy. <laughs> she has been doing this for about five years. She shops for her stuff. And she got a lady, because I, I guess the lady works there, and she was asking, okay, well, what size is the mouthpiece that you need? There's a certain mouthpiece. And they, they were very specific on the mouthpieces. I don't know what that, like a model or something. And she's like, oh, it's about this size. And she puts her fingers up to her mouth. And the lady's like, mm. And she's like, mm. And the lady's like, what? <laughs> she says, it's for me, because I do um I do pony. And she's just explaining this very nonchalantly while the woman is slowly starting to give that judgmental look. Okay, well, let me go see what if I have anything in the back for your face. And then she gives that, are you fucking serious for real? Look at <laughs> This lady, bless her soul, just wants to be very open about her stuff. She wants to be, you know, um, she doesn't care about what people think, in other words, which is fine. That's, that's not a problem. If, if you love what, what you're doing or whatever makes you content, who cares? You're not hurting anybody. But to you can do this shit online. Do your measurements of your face because you don't need anybody to know any of that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not saying that she... Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> She's just inviting people to judge her. But as long as she doesn't care, I guess it don't matter. So she wants to be more open about her kink, and she shows her aunt that she's... Uh, she shows her aunt, and her aunt's caught off by surprise. What I'm surprised about are these two people in the backyard with no shade. It looks like it's noon because the sun is above them. I would have been sweating bullets, and she's her aunt's just sitting there, and uh, there's a place, and the backyard is full of dirt. You have a glass table, and she's sitting on the, on the chair next to the glass table just sipping some Kool-Aid or tea. I don't know what the hell she's sipping. That, I don't know. I was in there in long sleeves. I don't know where the hell we are. I didn't put, because it normally says in the beginning where they're from. I normally don't put it. But her aunt was very caught off guard. She was like, that is some weird ass shit. But hey, if you like it, you do you, boo-boo. So uh, she's just letting her know that she wants to be more talkative about this stuff. And she wants, she just wants to be comfortable with who she is. So she ended up going to a, com a unicorn convention with her gear on. And that that's all TLC had to say for that one. I don't know. And then the last one, who's addicted to eating her husband's ashes. Oh, my God. So she takes him everywhere as if she, as if he's still alive. And uh, that's okay. It's, it's a way of dealing with your grief. If you're going to take your husband you know, to the movies or go out and eat and stuff like that, you know, it's. I don't see a problem with it. It helps with coping. And if anyone were to ask, well, what's in the box? Because he's in like a little, it's just a little black square box. It's not even, I wouldn't call it an urn. It looks like the box they use that from the funeral. So she never bought him an urn. Seems a little rude not to buy him an urn, but okay. So uh, he passed away due to a severe asthma attack. They were so perfect together. She loved him so much. He loved her so much. This is according to the mom and according to the wife, which it seems that way. I mean, what is it the mom was saying? that They seemed like soulmates. They were just perfect together. There, were, there weren't really any quarrels or anything like that. They loved each other very much. And she felt she couldn't live without him. So that was her comfort. Just having him all over the place. And then one day, just, I don't know how, because if if the box is, if I've seen a bag of ashes before. You don't really, 
Ashes aren't anywhere in the box. It's it's in the it's in a bag in the box. And you take it out and you put it in an urn, right? Okay. So there's no way to get ashes all over the place unless you've already moved the bag. And I don't know, maybe her her uh, her husband's family wanted some ashes at one point because otherwise I can't see as to why there would be ashes around the box because, but that, that's what she states is that she looked inside for whatever reason. I have no idea why she would open the box, but she opened the box and she saw that there were ashes on the outside of the bag. So she kind of, you know, she, she wiped it. And instead of washing him down the drain or wiping him on her clothes, she decided, you know what? The best thing to do is probably to eat him because uh, I'm, n- I'm not wasting him. I don't fucking know, but that's, that's what she says. <laughs> that That's her reason. Yeah, right into her mouth. So, um, she's been licking her fingers and consuming him for the past two months. <clears throat> she says he tastes like rotten eggs and sand. And she said sandpaper, too. Sandpaper doesn't have a flavor, I would assume. I think maybe she was talking about the texture. I would assume that would be... Uh, and then she uh, she's grown to love the taste. She didn't like the taste. Who the hell would like rotten eggs as a taste? I I have never tasted the, what is it? Uh, those are, are they called Jelly Belly beans? I don't remember, but they're kind of they have a very close accuracy of what um, a peach would taste like, say for example. And they've had those bean boozled games where they have flavors that more than likely no one would try unless it was a dare or some stupid bullshit like that, right? And they had a rotten egg one. <laughs> Everyone was, uh, she tasted the rotten egg one and it smelled bad. And I asked her, I said, what does that taste like, baby? And she was like, it tastes like probably what a skunk smell would taste like. I was like, oh, gross. Okay. But uh, she learned to love the taste. And if Arable can down the rotten egg bean, um, what is it? What are they called? Jelly, jelly beans, I, I guess. Oh, nasty. Still thinking about it. All right, so she eats like about she eats the ashes about five to six times a day, and they show an they show an example of her in the car, consuming him, and it looked like she was, she wasn't in the right state of mind. She she didn't look like she was there mentally. I guess you could call it because the way she was, just diving into there like, like you would eat fun dip or some shit. You you just kind of, mm, this is good. Oh my god, you know she she just looked so, addicted. <laughs> Fucking show, bro. Okay, so the the urn with ashes weighed about six pounds. It's now down to five pounds. She already ate a whole goddamn pound in two months. Oh, this poor guy in his ashes, man. She says that she feels happy as she's doing it. She feels content. Maybe a little unconscious as she's doing it. Unconscious? As she's doing it, but yeah. But then afterwards, she feels guilt, remorse, and really bad for what she's done. And she can't seem to stop herself. Obviously, because you you can't you need help so uh her mom is telling her to stop you need to gain some self-control or she's gonna take the ash the ashes away this is where casey just done had a mental break she's like no don't take my ashes away how could you don't do don't do anything like that i can't live without them she composes herself i don't know i think there's something in between there because uh, she's dry as a bone in the next scene gets up walks to the bathroom Locks herself in there with the urn. And then the mom's like, hey, what are you doing? Hello? 
She's like, I just need a minute. And you hear the crinkling of the damn bag in the urn. I'm like, oh, my God, for real. So she takes the screwdriver, the mom. She unlocks the door. And then there's Casey, like, closing up the urn. <laughs> and then now she's on the defensive. So the mom's like, you need to stop doing it. She's like, I'll stop when I'm ready to stop. You Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I would have slapped my child, and I would have knocked her ass down, and I would have taken the damn urn. Like, you know what? You get a whole day with other urn. That's your problem, not mine. You need to stop eating this. This is you're you're going to destroy yourself if you finish the box and you have nothing left for pictures. Which honestly, if that does happen, you're better off because you won't have any ashes left to eat. But I don't know. So she she's on the defensive. She's like, "You need to stop. What's the matter with you?" And she's like, "I'll stop when I'm ready to stop." And he's like, "You know what? Nah, I won't take it away. Knock it off." She's like, "No, you don't need to take it away." And that kind of ends right there. Fizzles out. And usually with Amazon, when I'm watching Prime or something, and it's a TV show, and it's the end of the TV show, and it's gonna it shows up uh, examples or movie. It shows an example of what you can watch next. I usually push the back button, and it it just kind of clears the suggestion because I was trying to see what else was there because she went. I didn't get the the what is it the end credits of Casey's thing. I know she did go to therapy, but that's all I got from it. And I pushed the back button to get all the what is it just suggestive shows out of the way and it just completely kicked me all the way out i tried to get back in and it wanted me to start over i was like hell no i ain't gonna watch that shit all over again it was bad enough watching it the first time i did not know how people could watch these shows to be honest with you it was it's not that i'm judging these people some of these people actually do need therapy some of these people need to understand and how to learn to cope with life when something bad happens, this is coming from the same damn woman that every time something shitty happens in her life, she fucking eats. I know. I get it. I'm a hypocrite. But the point of the matter is, is that I, yeah, I'm not eating a mattress or any anybody's ashes. <laughs> I've looked at ashes. I have some ashes from my grandparents. And no, I, I don't want to touch any of that stuff. That's disrespectful to the person that passed it away. I'm not going to be eating anybody's. I don't know. I know she doesn't see it that way. I'm sure she sees it as she becomes one with that person. Maybe I have no idea. And then with that being said, I did watch. Uh, what is it? Oh, I forgot the YouTube channel. I think it was Cinnamon Toast Ken. Yeah, I want to say it. Yeah, okay. I watched. <laughs> you made a good point that you, you eating your husband's um, ashes and then you just shitting him out. So he's basically going down the toilet. I laughed. I was like, oh, my God. It's for real. That's crazy. But, yeah, that's that's the TLC one. I don't know if I'm going to do any more of these. That, that, was, that was hard to get through. Not just because of the cat, but having to try to make these funny, it's, it's kind of a handicap because you're uh, not you, but I'm making funny of funny. I'm making funny. I'm making fun of people who have, like, a little... There's just something there that's not correct. Like the inflatable dude. He's not inflatable. He, the, the guy that collects inflatables. That's kind of sad. He he didn't really have much of a nurtured childhood. At least according to him. Because they had asked, why do you think this started? And that that's the information he gave. Was that he didn't have enough love from his mother. And it could be other deep-seated issues that maybe he just doesn't want to talk about. Maybe he didn't have a... How do you say not a good what is it he didn't have luck with women or men maybe he didn't have that comfort of 
having, you know, being attracted to somebody and then that attraction not being reciprocated. That's also another possibility is when you've tried so many times, it's as if it, it, it kind of just hits at you over and over again and kind of chisels at your confidence. That, that's another possibility. Not that he ever says it, but why would you, why did you get in a relationship with inflatables? There are so many other things that you can get in a relationship with that uh, is not hard, shiny plastic. I don't know where I'm going at with these. Well, you know, we talked about the, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the kinks. So I don't know, but. Yeah, that, that was TLC on My Strange Addiction. That's the 10 most shocking that they had up on there. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like, go ahead, follow, share, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And we'll be talking to you on the next segment. Bye.